Don't you wish I had more verses to sing with Eric playing? Let us pray. God, in the middle of this day, I believe, Lord, help our unbelief. Grant me more courage to love my enemies. Stir in me the capacity to listen more than speak. Free me from the grip of criticism and complaining. Set loose your spirit to tug on my spirit. Call me away from unbelief to a resilient believing. Believing in you this day, believing in you this moment, believing in you now and always. Amen. Please be seated. Our reading for this day comes from Matthew chapter 28. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and then sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has been raised from the dead, and indeed, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So, they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy, and they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. He is forever and always hard to get a hold of. Do you suppose Jesus ever tried to climb out of the manger or the crib or whatever his parents held him in and he stayed put as a young child? We certainly have evidence that he was completely comfortable in wandering away from his parents only to be found in the company of the elders in the temple where he sat and was visiting with them. Then, when one might expect him to be eating and learning among the thoughtful members of the tribe, Jesus is found with tax collectors, the sick, the outcast, the beggars at the gate. He is rarely where members of his family and closest disciples expect him to be. 
Mary and Martha, for instance, at the death of Lazarus. Lord, if you had been here, right here, right now, our brother would not have died. Jesus, walking on the water, disciples in the boat, perceive that there's a ghost out there. It lures Peter out of the boat to walk on the water, so he climbs out of the boat to meet Jesus, and yes, he experiences that momentary sinking feeling. Jesus grabs a hold of him and walks him back to the boat. Soon after Jesus' death and resurrection, Thomas calls him out. Unless I see with my own eyes and touch. So, Jesus walks through closed doors and says, see here. The disciples, we read, are absolutely stunned. How are we going to feed This troop of 5,000 up on the side of the hill, we've got five loaves, two fish. Jesus, what should we do? There are 5,000 people up the side of this hill. Five loaves, two fish. Sounds just about right. Let's go to work. And their response to Jesus, oh my God! And he looks back at him and says, You're right. He is not where they can hold on to him. And he is barely who they expect him to be. So why should the resurrection play out any differently? He's not going to be where they expect him to be. And he's not going to be who they expect him to be. In the story of Matthew following the crucifixion, two Marys head out for the tomb to see the tomb. Upon arrival, the stone, it's rolled away. Those guarding the tomb are so dumbfounded, they lay down as dead men. The angel sent by God speaks to these two Marys. And in that speaking, no surprise, they say, he's not here where you expect him to be. But then the angel gives them a little tip-off. I'll tell you where you can find him. With that, the two Marys are off to the races. They're running to tell the disciples. And right in the middle of their running, Jesus interrupts stops them and says, hey. They stop and they grab his feet. He is in that moment where they need him to be. But he's not going to stay there. Jesus is rarely in the places where we want. Jesus is found in the places that Jesus selects. The good news of this story is that Jesus gives the two Marys a clear indicator 
of what they can expect and in a way gives a clear indicator of what we can expect. Go over there. That's where you'll find me. He says, I'm out in front of you. I always am. I'm in the next place. I cannot and will not be tied to the places you expect. I'm over there. What's next? And how is this supposed to be comforting? How is this supposed to be good news? Perhaps we can simplify it in this way. Be on the lookout for the next place where Jesus will meet you. It might be in the next prayer. It might be in the snacks provided after worship today. It might be in your walk from here to the centrum for lunch. It might be on the face of Miss Vicky as you order lunch this day. It might be in places that will surprise you endlessly. At the gas station, in your next email, at the Trader Joe's if you stop there, in the poem that you might read later today. He promises to be with you now, and he promises to be with you next, always. Amen. Please turn to the front pages of your Lutheran Book of Worship to look for the psalm sections. It's if you were to look at, for instance, hymn 241 and flip a few pages back, you would see the section of psalms. And we're looking for Psalm 84. We'll read responsibly verses 1 through 5, and I will begin if you would read with the indented portions. Psalm 84. How dear to me is your dwelling, my soul has a desire and longing for the courts of the Lord. My heart Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. By the side of your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are they who dwell in your house. They will always be praised. Happy are the people whose strength is in you. Whose hearts are set on the Lord's Let us pray. O oh God of timeless presence, we thank you. Thank you for work that engages that internal dialogue between right and reward, for justice that repairs the devastations of poverty, for liberty setting free those who are bound, for bread broken, feeding the hungry, for peace that can calm the spirit and still the storm, for calling me, us, and all of your children, calling us to be the evidence of your love, grace, and truth. Hone our eyesight today 
so that we might see you in the world and in our neighbor and in our daily work. We pray this in your name. Amen. Please stand as we sing together our closing hymn, Lord of all hopefulness. Peace of God be with you. And all your